the backbone zone. That's because it gives people different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Well, so, you know what, just to keep going with what I was talking about, like I feel like BMX is in a position where we talked about this just before, but BMX is in this weird thing where we think that BMX is only this big and it's like, fuck, like BMX is ever going to be like bigger or it's just the way it is like people are only getting paid a certain amount because it's just the way it is in bmx and oh it's just the industry and it's so small and stuff like that but then i look at someone like r willie and i look at the amount of uh influence that he has like if so for example right so r willie has fucking two million followers or something on instagram damn i just because i follow like as i'm Balls deep in UFC. I've been following Volkanovski, Alex Volkanovski, for like, you know, whatever years. And then he just posted on Instagram, two milli. For, thanks for the thanks for the support. So he just got into two million. Now that we're talking about a dude that's legitimately was ranked number one pound for pound fighter in the UFC, which is a multi billion dollar company. Yeah, yeah. And he's got less like followers, which whatever followers can mean whatever yep. you can mean but if we relate it back to bmx it's like there's very it's very clear that there's a lot of eyeballs on bmx now yeah it might be onto something where it's like landed on a resi or it's like mm. some wild like nitro circus shit and mm. uh, but at the end of the day it's like people are seeing there's that more type of people viewing that type of riding yeah, as a whole, because like you, you're just BMX in the spotlight, right? Like BMX is in the spotlight because that's what I that's what I'm kind of getting at. It's not like I think at the end of the day that type of riding, it's not like that type of riding is not for me. But I definitely know that I was once a 12 year old where that type of riding would have mm. been really surprising for me. And I'm starting to come back around. Like I watch it and I'm like, I can't even believe like some of the yeah. stuff that's happening. Don't like, get me wrong. I think the respect level is through the roof because yeah. it's like just to send it because we fathom, we break down how to actually do something. Like whether it's just a tail whip, you understand it because you've had to fucking try it a hundred times <laughs> yeah. at a skate park and slip a foot and stuff. Yeah. But then to send it like that and even land on a resi, like I can appreciate that there's some, you know, choreography in learning how to spin and tuck and roll and catch feet whatever that For is sure. it's practice but 100%. and it's gnarly on that scale yeah. and that's where you probably to your point you you all these this audience is like wowed by it again because you know it's, that's right and what's well, the you know what i think is good about it and this is where i think we get stuck in like thinking very smallly because we think right here in the here and now if you're like a hardcore bmxer you watch someone who does like some aerial gymnastics on a bmx bike and you're like no that's fucking gay like i'm not into it or whatever (laughs) and i get it because like you can think like you can definitely have that opinion and it's totally valid to you but you forget that you were once a kid who actually never even rode bmx and to me like i if i think back to when i was a kid like i don't know if i would have been as impressed watching say Christopher or someone do like a kick out at the trails as I would have by watching like Matt Hoffman do a freaking 900 or something. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, with a big crowd, like, cheering yeah. them on, like, the kind of hoopla that the X Games brought to BMX. Mm. And that was where, like, BMX had a real high point, right? But that real high point of, like, the late 90s, which is essentially where we, like, came up in BMX. The golden the era. 90s. <laughs> but it's, like, that golden era created, like, you, who's, like, a hardcore street dude who goes looking for spots. Like, you know, you're not even mm. really practicing. Obviously, you go and ride plazas at skate parks and stuff, but, like, that's your thing. Yeah. For me, it's it's turned me into the person where, like, I'm not even really thinking about ever riding the skate park anymore, like, you know. But what I'm getting at is, like, I would prefer people to see BMX if it's from someone positive and someone that's, like, showing in a positive light than for like rugby league to continue to get better you know mm. there's a bunch of like at the end of the day like rugby league is rugby league or like whatever like let's just say like any sort of sport like the ufc for example is another sport like a lot of people purists pure martial artists would probably be like you know i'm not really into that because it's not showing the art and all this sort of stuff but then yeah. there's our martial artists that can appreciate it yeah yeah you know what i'm getting yeah definitely like i just want to see bmx and to just sort of go further with my point, that's where I would lo- love people to see that, like, oh, BMX can be a lot bigger, but we, I feel as BMXs, as hardcore BMXs, we're like, whoa, 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 no further. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not, no, 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 that's we not limit BMX the growth and we limit the growth. Yeah. And then that's where, like, say, for example, we, I, yesterday I was up at Stromlo at the jumps that I'd just gotten built. You know, sorry, got it across the line, whatever, like for Act Jam and for Beyond as a public park. Now, as a spot, it's like ridiculously good spot. Like, mm. it's so sick. I've never seen anything like that on that scale in, in a public spot that yeah, you definitely. can just rock up to. Oh, dude. Not pay a thing. Yeah. But, like, the second that we get given a spot that's like that, that's not in the woods and built by shovels, then all of a sudden, oh, that's whack. I don't really want to be a part of it. Mm. And it's like very frustrating do to you me think because it's like- Do you get that audience? Because well, I feel like- so, For example, like there was no one that came up. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Except for a bunch of mountain bikers. Yeah. And it's like- I see what you're saying. And it's like, you know, and I've kind of had this meeting before it got built where I was like, please like know that this is happening. And we really need to hold on to it as BMX mm. riders because yeah. we're either going to have it and look after it and cherish it and, and you know, support it or we can turn our backs on it and then in yeah, who you, knows, and yeah. it could be freaking tomorrow that the trails get those. Just even to decay away to so the point where it's not attended to and no one rides it, there's no progression yeah. within that, 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 you know, spot that's been granted to us and it's a blessing, man. It's like to be able to be a government to be able to allow you a spot like that and you to be able to build something of that scale to progress the sport and to almost like hold on to that, like that trail scene Mm. within a public facility is amazing. And I think that it's hard to sort of bring a community together that isn't the community that once was like, and I think like that's the, it's the world we live in now where people have, their lane that they're in whether it's me riding 
more street than trails or whatever there's like it's almost like an excuse not to help as much but back in the day i remember the western sessions and stuff like that back in the day there'd be a mixed bunch of dudes that would either ride park dirt street but all get together for one thing and those and then on the weekend there'd be something going on around hush trails and people that would ride street would come down and help slap a shovel so i think the community back then was a lot more connected because there wasn't this you know like chance to be separated it was almost like you you aligned with that person who rode bmx because we were all outcasts. We were all like, we all did BMX because we somehow found love in this community and that, that's what you align with somebody. But these days, you can be a mountain bike rider, BMX, but a wakeboarder, surfer, all different aspects of the world and you might not align with that other BMXer and it doesn't mean you come together and help with a community vibe because you've got other outlets and stuff. Mm. And I think the community back then was like so entrenched with like, oh, there's a jam on, we're going to the jam. Like... Halloween jam or Bendigo trail jam there was always something on that was an excuse to travel somewhere where now it's like I just don't feel like there's that same community to almost go and help at the trails that you've just bent over backwards to try and get over the line to build for the community and it's a public spot that like I'm victim to it I should come up there and help a bit more I feel like so many people take for granted what that government spot means compared to maybe a spot in the trails that's like snails. It's so appreciated because it could be lost tomorrow, but it's of the same wealth, that government spot. Like I feel like that holds such value that could be gone tomorrow that mm. people don't put as much time into that because it's for whatever reason. I don't know what that reason yeah. is. Psychologically, it's like yeah. a weird thing, hey, like because it's been given, it's like you have less value to it, which I get like – you know, when you – that's what they say about people who win the lotto, right? Like you win the lotto and like it's very high chance that they lose it all because they didn't earn that money. Yeah, that's they why I'm broke it. these days. <laughs> Lost it a few times over. <laughs> Did I feel like – and and come a little bit closer. Like back you know? to um, the whole like evolution and that moving um, industry and how we've sort of evolved to be – more progressive and in the eyes of the audience way more. I love that our Willie's got that audience because it progresses the sport to somebody that may not have ever gotten into BMX but now will because it's now accepted that they're doing some gnarly stuff. It's this crazy aerial sport and it's like that one kid might watch it and then get into it and might not even go down that lane of doing the aerial but he might ride street. For it, sure. It opens up more avenues for more people to ride bikes. Yeah. So I get the whole progression of that. I think the old core dudes hold on to that like that's gay or I don't think it's like that. I think there's like there's different stages of the hardcore. There's a hardcore that's that gay and then there's where I fit in the line where I'm like I accept it but I feel like, man, in some ways like, you know, like and I'm not – the only thing that comes to mind is Brandon Lupos did that five whip or whatever sort of thing. Incredible, fucking huge, insane. And I know he's going to take that to a spot where he can and progress it, but it's like, and I got, I'm not dissing on anybody like progressing the sport that way, but the fact that it's so celebrated that it's a resi and all this, and it's a it's a progression in the sport because it's crazy. Like, it'd be so hard to do that shit, but like, it's so accepted in the sport these days that the resi is like 
oh, I did it to that. Oh, it's, it's coming. It's around the corner. And like it's celebrated on Instagram and it's got fucking millions of views. And where back in the day, it was like we all learned shit in the foam and resi. But we didn't feel like we owned it until we did it to something that was legit. And I'm sure that's what's going to happen with the sport and what R really does on Nitro and all that sort of thing. But Nitro gives it that label like the Nitrous World Cup or whatever is to resi. And it's like you win awards because you landed a resi. It's like <laughs> so somewhere in that line of like hardcore, I'm not the pissed off like that's fucking gay. But I'm like, man, in the same token, it's like, yeah, you progress in the sport. But is it legit to be like claim that you landed that trick because and i'm just i'm not like either way i'm not saying that it's not accepted i feel like the tricks are gnarly but i feel like there's that in me somewhere in me that's like nah like yeah deep within like the authentic what is because of that era i grew up in and i think that's where you there's dudes that will understand this you grew up in that era of the 90s where it was like that's who we were and that's how that's not that's who we are to the young kids these days it's celebrated the land of foam and all this sort of thing and it's progressed in the sport, but then it gives an audience the excuse that, oh, I just did it to foam. Instead of progressing it where it's now onto a down ramp and oh that uh, like I love that feeling when we first did like a backflip onto something and it wasn't a resi or something and like you owned it. But I'm sure there's so many kids that are doing it to foam and being like, Yeah, I did a backflip and that's it. That's it for them. Like <laughs> and I'm like <clears throat> In some ways, you need that tough love of where it's like, nah, man, send it. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, and that's probably the bitter old me as well as like I can see the progression of it. But in the same token, I feel like we're losing a little bit of what BMX used to be where it's it's kind of like I align with en- enough people in my circle that is like, no, nah, you got to especially street you got to send it down a rail imagine they put a foam pit on a rail like (laughs) it's not the same like there's no ways like that's a really good point so like where are we where are we drawing the line of like what's accepted and what's not Mm. and i'm not i'm not biased to whatever that decision is but i hold true to what i think and what i think is hardcore and what is you know like normal and stuff like that but for sure. I don't know what the right answer is. I just feel like we're losing a little bit of that sense of like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I landed it to this and, you know. Yeah. I think, well, there's no, I don't, I don't think there's an answer to it. That's what's so good about, you know, obviously having conversations like this mm. that maybe people listen to because, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like, well, dude, did you see what he did it on? Like, it's yeah. Gnarly. And then there's dudes like, you know, yourself and, and me where it'd be like, oh, I can't wait until he finds the setup to do that like on something yeah. proper, you know. But yeah, I think that the maybe the um like, like the tricks and the foam and stuff like that, just to get sort of back to my point about R. Willie and like what we were talking about. <clears throat> I think it's like more so the fact that the time that we live in with with BMX now is just not going to go back to the time that it was. Mm. And the sooner a person can accept that things evolve, it's kind of like, you know, to, to use another example, it's like the people that just can't accept that computers 
other new way of talking to people. Mm. It's like, mm. I'm sorry, but we're never going to be talking on a landline ever before. Yeah. And like before that, you know, people are like, oh, I just don't get this telephone shit. Why don't we all write letters? Mm. Like, it's like things, things move forward. But I do think that as long as you can try to celebrate what has happened beforehand, like, which, I mean, from what I can see outwardly, like, R. Willie does just with, say, like, he always, like, says about how he's, um, like, Dave Mirrors is idol and stuff like, you know, that mm. type of that type of writer definitely just sent it mm. and things like that. And I'm sure he can understand that, like, oh, if I can do it on a dirt jump, like, that would be the ultimate goal. Mm. So I think that I do agree with you, like, because I don't like people, I don't like the ultimate celebration on, like, oh, it's NBD, like, Mm, yeah. I think that's where I'm going with it. I don't I don't discredit the trick and the gnarliness of it, but the NBD and the celebration of it and how it's just on Instagram to be awarded that I landed it and that's or you know, like I just feel like there's there's something that I think a lot of people respect more like you and this is just maybe my opinion, but I feel like the community celebrates it more if it's landed to something that's, you know, like a down ramp or something like that. Yeah. Or if you do something of, like the best example is a Dane Seals unit edit where he did the 60-foot backflip. And it's the craziest fucking thing. It's like that whole production behind that was celebrated because, dude, how could you not fucking, he send a 60-foot backflip and that whole thing, that you could watch that video time and time again because... It was for it was forward thinking. It's progressing the sport, but it's also done in a way where it's celebrated by the whole community. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to being on Instagram and just fucking gone the next day. I think that like there's certain things in the, in the way you display the sport that progresses it, gives voice to the next generation to be like, oh, that's accepted in this way. Like the Dane Seals thing, like I feel like that progressed the sport and that's so gnarly that people thought that that's how you should celebrate doing something crazy mm-hmm. as opposed to doing it on a resi ramp, put it on Instagram and 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 then that's awarded as an MBD, which is which is fine. I get it. But that's just the normal now. And I feel like that's just the the world we live in and, and you can hate it as much as you but that's what you're talking about, the evolution and being understanding of the world evolving around BMX and understanding the sport's going to progress in these ways and it's probably the only safe way to do it is to resi and stuff for like that because it is so big and crazy. But I feel like just the old head in me just sort of thinks that that's, it could be celebrated and, and done better and that's not for me to say but that's how I think. Like, that's, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's to, yeah, that's right. That's 100% your opinion of it and I'm sure that people will share the same opinion and to an extent I would say that I have that. Well, I have that in me. Like if I go, if I was trying to learn, not that I've learned anything really on a resi box, but like if I learned on a resi, I'd be like excited to take it to dirt. And like I can imagine like that would probably feel like the ultimate achievement for all those dudes. Like I'm sure, say for example, Josh Dove doing that super high air Mm. to the resi lander mm. i'm sure he's thinking far out i hope i can find a mega ramp yeah 
blast the fuck out of it. Yeah, know? yeah. And same, I think even with like say it, like, I mean, a lot of it is obviously the circumstance, like that, like you know, R. Willie's got a giant resi, I guess, training facility in his backyard. He's mm. not just going to send shit to wood all the time. But yeah, it's interesting, man. Like, I think that there's like just to sort of get back to like um, my point is just that like I think that someone like someone like R. Willie who has got a shitload of followers and he's obviously like if you like I what I said with how you compare him to his popularity versus like Volkanovsky who's like in this freaking huge like multi-billion dollar like organization mm. and he's got as many eyeballs watching him. If those eyeballs, if like 1% of kids think it's a good idea to pick up a BMX, mm. that's the that's the whole game that's yeah, the yeah. game yeah but like at the at the same time i look at i'm coming at this from like obviously a business skewed perspective like i mean in some respects like i think that like obviously if the shop was doing better um or if if the shop's doing better then that means that the companies are doing better if the companies are doing better then that means like BMX as a whole is doing better. The riders are getting paid more, or, mm. or you'd hope yeah, that yeah. the riders are getting paid for. Yeah. And all it's that a trickle down effect of like just trickles down, and then the the skate parks get you know like yeah. all of a sudden kids are knocking down the local council's door like, give us a skate park like our oh, willies like you know that can only be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's sort of where I'm at. Like at the moment, like we were talking about how, um, you know now I have sole ownership of of backbone and that's <laughs> which is right. um you know which has been like a is super scary but one of the things that i'm thinking about is like i'm sick i'm sick of thinking that bmx is only so big you know what i mean like it's i i was even thinking about it like the other day i was sort of explaining to to Riss like you know rugby league or any game. Let's just not even rugby league. Let's just call let's just say cricket, right? Cricket as a sport, everyone that's listening would obviously know what cricket is. If you were to break it down, it's a dude standing at the end of a big long rectangle, and there's a dude at the other end trying to throw a ball to hit like three sticks, and you're gonna hit that ball and then run mm. to the other side. And the game takes to up to five days to play. Mm. <laughs> And there's all these people standing around. Yeah, very unentertaining, Mm. right, from my perspective. Yeah. But that sport is like, I don't even know, like like billions of dollars get spent on cricket, especially like, you know, maybe, I mean, obviously Australia's a big force in cricket, but like if you would, I bet you if you would type in like some sort of cricket highlights, it's got like, I, and I did this accidentally. Oh, I don't even know if I did it, but yeah. I maybe it come up in my suggested or something in YouTube. <laughs> what are you being searching for? Like, Seven million views. Yeah, right. From like freaking twelve hours ago or something. It was like Fuck. India versus Australia highlights. Yeah, or something, yeah. Like from day one of the test yeah. match. I was like, seven million views in like twelve hours this is ridiculous. Yeah. I actually thought it was like a typo, but what I'm getting at is like, you think about a sport like that, right? If you break it down. 
BMX versus cricket. BMX is way more exciting than mm. cricket. But why is it that then BMX is always just stuck as like, oh, it's only so big? Because another example that I have is like surfing, right? Like you have just gotten back into surfing. Mm. Surfing and BMX very similar in the way that it's like an art form, mm. but there's also a sport. You know, you kind of like all different age groups can do it, but it's particularly like an age group that's, you know, the bulk of the age group would probably be under 40 that does it. You know, mm. there's obviously a big group. Yeah, of, yeah. Of, for whatever reason, surfing is massive. Yeah. It's just it's just as if not probably harder to do to a higher level. Mm. And for whatever reason, surfing's massive. But no one thinks of surfing as like, oh, it's a big sellout sport. Mm. I mean, I, yeah, I know that there's like surf shops that are like kind of a bit like behind the times and a bit lame or whatever, but like no one think no one thinks of like the surf diving skiers like Oh, that's surfing selling out. Mm. But those surf diving skis, all the brands that are in there are paying for the most purest surfers yeah, yeah. to get paid yeah. lots of money. Yeah. You know, like if you look at like freaking even Kelly Slater, like he's but he no one would diss Kelly Slater as being yeah. like, Oh, he's not hardcore. Freaking loves it. Well, I don't think surfing's lost that hardcore yet because it hasn't quite gotten to the point where they've got footstraps on their boards and shit you know like <laughs> yeah yeah the next progression where the hardcore dudes are like that's fucking not serving yeah yeah that's not foam pit that's not mm. you know like there's not that neck it's been so original and so pure for so long they keep that purity of what and it it's is. celebrated to be pure like you like i've been surfing a little bit in late like lately and it's fucking hard like you go out there and it's like you got to put in the hours to get out and be comfortable with waves and stuff and that's like the exact same process, and this is where you're going with it. It's like the exact same process of if you get a BMX bike and you practice and you practice or you pick up a skateboard and you practice and practice, eventually you fall in love with the the repetition of trying something and you and you engage with that and you, you become a community with that with the people that are engaged with that same progression. And I think like the thing that lacks in BMX is that, you know, and maybe it'll turn. I feel like there was that era of like, the early era of Miron and Hoffman and and every like they were the there was this new buzz about BMX in the whole extreme world where you know people were like going to watch these little shows at market in front of supermarkets that were just vert ramps and stuff like this and like if you didn't oh if you didn't see it you didn't know about it and there was this buzz and there was this like I'm going to get a bike so maybe I can be like them it was cool and I think there's a new era of like where you know, young kids are going to pick up a bike eventually and it's going to be this universal thing where like you can learn how to ride a bike and progress with the simple practice of it and progress just as much as you can pick up a surf. Like kids are already doing it. They're picking up mountain bikes. They're picking up skateboards. They're picking up surfboards and becoming so varied in their skills because it's like, way easier and may, way more affordable these days to get the things than when we were because we could only afford a bike because we saved up our money and that was it. Like our parents couldn't support all three hobbies. It was like one or the other. So I think there's going to be this turn of where like BMX and everything will come back full circle where it'll celebrate again where there'll be real young little grommets that are coming out of primary school like 
like I, I love the tugger scene at the moment because there's a bunch of dudes that are like 12 to 15 that are like progressing each other because they've come out of school and, and it's all almost like this little bit of a competition between them to like progress each other. Mm. And that's where we grew up in that era where like not enough of that happens anymore. It's not talked about in schools where you go, oh, I'm going riding after school and like I did this tail tap yesterday. I'm going to do it. And then he'll be like, oh, man, I'm going to do a tail tap today. It was like this this joust between young kids all the time where it was like who can do it first? And, and that's how we all evolve. Like like I had my best mate Thomas like progress me in so many ways because he'd learn something and I'd learn something. It'd be this constant joust of wanting to be almost like just as good as him if not better and then it'd be a competition between us and i think in surfing you watch it man i went down to browley like the other week and there's that many little fucking grommets that are so good <laughs> that like cut me in on the wave and stuff like that but they're so light and but they're like they'd be going to their school every day and be like oh man i caught this wave on the weekend and it's so like celebrated between their community to be like oh man it was the best weekend of surfing it was like perfect waves where the weekend before and it's always talked on like it's ever evolving and i think bmx needs that again where it's like from the staple part of the youth which is the young kids that are watching those r willy things that are just getting into bmx which is what we all hope that this is all this is where it's moving like r willy's doing a great thing for the young generation because one kid's going to pick up a bike but he also needs his mate to do it to progress the whole scene to the whole and by scene i mean their group of friends that want to buy bikes, which then means this shop progresses, which mm-hmm. then means there's more trips for like the older dudes, and it's this this trickle effect that R. Willie's affecting the industry, and I love it. And I think that like we're due this like comeback in BMX. I don't think it's like completely gone. I think there's still like a valued progression in BMX that, and that's where I think I, I hold true to like. You know, like it's got to be celebrated in the white. Us as like as examples need to do a little bit better of a job to be like, hey, this is you can do it to Resi, but also you got to be held accountable to be like you can also do it to Ramp and, and film it in a way that's you and it's artistic and it's progressive and all this instead of it just being Instagram. Like, I think Instagram's an empty void that like is just the normal now that everyone does it because. That's a viewing platform. That's where you get all your followers. You get all like these eyes on you for learning that trick and whatever. But like I feel like the old media days of like you put something into photography or you put something into video and it becomes celebrated at a premiere or something like that. That's the culture that is slowly just losing its footsteps in the game. Like I feel like as a old school BMX I feel like that's all I'm in BMX for was the art side of it like whether you're filming like an edit or you're shooting something with photography with or whatever it was it was celebrated because you had to wait and showcase it where Instagram is like you know it's pretty quick digestion and gone that it's not as wholesome and it's not like gonna make those kids remember it down the line where they can watch a video or a premiere and hold on to that and be like that's like that wide awake nightmare dvd i still watch to this day and i hold true to that was like a huge focal point for me in bmx but you don't think about like oh like because someone landed that on instagram you're not remembering that 10 years down the line that it doesn't hold true like wide awake mm. nightmare does to me 
So I think the whole industry needs to do better in the art side of it. The competition side is great. Yeah. But the art side of it, the photography, the the videos and being in those videos and like because that's a that's your timeline in BMX too. Like it's one thing to be on Instagram and shoot photos and do whatever and do little videos and make your own edits. It's sick. Like but your timeline is only as good as what you can showcase later on. That's like like I'm so lucky that I've had edits and videos and photos that I can look back on and that's my timeline at BMX. And if you looked at it, it was something that was created in a whole. It was like it was a production of me and a filmer and then it was an edit and a premiere and I can remember all the stories behind all that. And I feel way more excited about that than, oh, yeah, I just went out and filmed this amazing, never been done before clip and put it on Instagram. There's no there's no volume to that. Mm. I think it's short-lived and it's gone the next day. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, like the art thing is what say some say surfing has gotten really right you know so and i think that's where we're at with with bmx and that's one thing that i want to like i guess make clear with the whole like say the r willy thing i keep using his name but i just sort of talk about that like progressive riding like you know like world first and shit like that it's like that's one avenue of a sport is like progression obviously and then the other avenue of a sport is the lifestyle and the art. Mm. And I think that that is probably where surfing gets it so right is the balance or not even the balance, but it, yeah, well, it's just skewed way more favorably into the art and lifestyle of the culture, of culture. the clothes, the, yeah. the vibe. Or the catching of the wave, it's like, Dude, the sickest session, like yeah. waves were pumping. Yeah. It's not like, man, I landed a freaking whatever, like yeah. a 540 air, like, you know, like, oh, well, I'm going to do a 540 kickflip on my surfboard. Like, you know, there is that aspect to surfing, you know, like that progressive, like I'm going to do a 720 or whatever. Mm. But the the essence of surfing is like essentially catching a wave. Mm. And that's where... I would love, like, you know, uh, sort of last year I started exploring, you know, the whole, like, mountain biking world. I don't own a mountain bike, but I've got, like, that weird people Avenger that I converted to. Oh, I've got, like, suspension forks on mm. and shit. And that was, that kind of came Game changer out. for you? Uh, what, just an eye-opener for you? Just an eye-opener. Like, I went down to, like... Put it this way, every time I ride it at somewhere that is like a well-regarded mountain biking spot, I'm always come away from it like really like thinking about what it is that makes this so much more appealing than BMX. Mm. So I went to Nabruma, so that's down the coast as you know, like and they've just finished up some, I don't know how many millions of dollars like mountain bike trail. Mm. And... um you know, I rode up, I was, like, a bit confused. There's, like, heaps of people, car parks, that was like jam-packed full of, like, all these expensive bikes. And I rock up on this clunker, like, if you saw the – I don't know if you saw it, but it's, like, steel tubing. It's, like, round. It looks like an old drag stuff, but it's got, like, yeah, yeah. whatever. i got, like, a BMX top tube pad on it and shit. I rock up and, like, cut off 
fucking shorts and everyone else is wearing like Troy Lee shit. Anyway, like I kind of figure out how to get up there and then um, I ride this like jump track down, which was really like quite sick. And then I pedal all the way up the hill and then ride this other line down. I was there the whole time. Like I was there for like an hour and a half, right? And I rode essentially two lines. Mm. One line took me like probably maybe close to 10 minutes to get from like the top of the hill to the bottom of the hill. And I was thinking that was sick, but it's like, and it is really sick, high quality. Like, you know, I'm sure mountain bikers be freaking losing it over it. Mm. And I was definitely thought it was the best shit I've ever ridden on that big bike. Mm. But I was like, it's missing. Well, for one, the one thing that I will say is that mountain biking has like stolen or taken what is what makes BMX sick and then just applied it to their stuff. So I was riding stuff that basically was like a downhill BMX track, right? Mm. Had some other features of it, like, you know, rocks and whatever else, but like essentially it was built as if it was trying to be a BMX track. But yeah, downhill. right, yeah. And then had BMX jumps, like BMX trails, but down a hill and they were mellower and way more spaced apart. And I was like, oh, I can see why people love mountain biking. It's because it's just trying to be BMX, mm. but it's just easier to do. Mm. And you're on a bike that allows you to case the fuck out of something and you're not going to go over the handlebars. Yeah, yeah. So it's essentially, it's essentially like playing easy mode on a video game and the real mode that you're meant to be playing is riding a BMX bike mm. because you don't get the hang time like you do. Like, a BMX I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's mountain bike tracks but like, it's not the same there's not as not, much elevation you don't get that, like loft yeah yeah and then dive yeah. and you're not like thinking i've got to catch the landing mm. to make the next one you just boom in the air like put it into perspective of surfing then like so i think trail riding in its essence is the purest of surfing it's like yeah you know like there's no easy level on it you got to be able to drop in that wave and land it smooth to be able to like not get whitewashed out like same mm. principles and then you get the people that are just happy go like just happy to catch the whitewash in which is fine as well like it's like this it's but what the people that have worked really hard for to get to that level of practice with surfing is the same with trails it's like you've put in that time and that that sort of perfection to be able to ride these big dirt jumps and and you've you've enjoyed it to the purest form and I think like that's where BMXers think that everyone should strive for that because like man, I'm doing so good and I've I've not so good, but like I've witnessed what it can be. Yeah, the so, feeling is unrivaled. Yeah, like, no other. Like, you love and you want everyone to experience that. So you sort of like project BMX to be like, why can't we get more people into that? That, but I think it's like people. It's hard in this day and age because I think that like people are very easily pleased. And it's like, you know, just going fast on a mountain bike and bombing a hill, that ticks one box. But then it's like, oh, I jump this little jump and it ticks another. It's like the progression of where it is and and how far you're willing to go. It's a, There's only a handful of people that want to dive in on big waves. There's only a handful mm. of people that want to dive in. But there's like, at least when there's surfing, there's that whole spectrum of 
beginner level to big wave surfing. So there's an audience of this big where you're losing a bit of the market where mountain biking ticks a lot of what BMX could be and they're content with just going fast at Bomber Hill and those big lofty jumps that are real rough landings and and all of that is like it's ticking boxes that almost progressed us as BMXers where we knew that we could be better and do better and we, we had examples in front of us to be that and now we've hit that purest form it's hard for us to not understand why people don't want to do that in BMX and if only they jumped over from BM- mountain bike to BMX they could ride these incredible jumps and the purest form and then they'd be as salty as us in a way but <laughs> well, I feel- I think, uh, yeah I think you're 100% right like you know we're we're at the pinnacle of bike riding essentially like mm. I mean that's probably a good way of pointing it, putting it really like you know say mountain bikers ride bikes to make all the terrain easier mm. and easier and easier and easier so that they can ride like the roughest shit mm. and still get through it but then if you refine the bike down the bmx is essentially the pinnacle bike yeah. to be riding the hardest level yeah. shit and it's interesting to me where it's like they like I guess that hasn't really been discussed yet. It's kind of almost like you can funnel yourself to this point where you're like, this is the most high level, purest level of riding. This is the big wave surfing of, yeah, yeah. of riding. It's like the, the, thrill is the six foot Maui that fucking bombs in on those 12 foot waves. Like that's that feeling that not many people get to experience because they're too scared to go down that lane or something, that's right. which is, you know, it's normal in the progression of the world. But, and I think like, in, in hindsight to what you're saying about the discredit of mountain bike and what they're taking away from it, I think it also gives a platform for people to almost progress to that purest form. For sure. But it's it's this new generation where like if, if you if you sort of shut the door to mountain biking and all those hardcore dudes are like, fuck mountain biking, all that sort of thing, you don't witness what this young generation, like these kids down at Tuggers can ride mountain bikes, but they can mm. also ride a BMX really sick and they, they're... they're in this dual sport where they progress in both ways and then eventually they'll do so much mountain bike that doesn't satisfy that urge like where bmx will like there's there's two different lanes you, you and like the purest form is really elite in bmx where you're riding trails on a big level and stuff like that and you've given the whole stromlo park thing is is incredible for that natural progress i think it like despite what we all talk about the mountain bike and BMX era. You've actually done something that probably hasn't been spoken where you've given a platform for people to ride a mountain bike but also ride a BMX and then it'll get to a point where they feel like they're going way faster and they can do more tricks on a a BMX and maybe not. Like it's just like – but there's at least that opportunity where it's like they're they're BMX built jumps. They're not like soft landing jumps and it gives a platform for like dudes to be really progressive – and they'll probably find that, you know, BMX is just as way faster, way funner trick mm. bike. And maybe that's a good thing that you've set up that you didn't even realize you'd done, but it's it's given a community audience a chance to sort of progress in that way. But I don't think like it's it's hard because I don't think there's like this natural urge to be it, BMX isn't BMXs, BMXs and mountain bikers have like their own group and their own core of what they hang out with and all that. There's not really this other than what you've done up there and like 
Tom Mallet and all that have been like side and side with BMXs and it's brought in this mountain bike crew. Before that, I don't see there being like this natural progression of mountain bikers and BMXs. I mean, there is. There's always been mountain bikers at Western Skate Park and riding with us and stuff like that. Like fully credit to that. I feel like that's going to get celebrated more because of this spot and the way we move forward in, in accepting the idea that mountain biking is just as rad and you can have suspension on the front of a, a bmx bike if that's what you want because it's going to cross lanes it's going to bring different people into it well this is where i think like just to yeah go further on with that i think that for bmx to real like i have on the website right because i've got i've got like a 22 inch where the people like my frame is coming out in 22 inch wheel size sure. um next month i think but you know some hardcore riders are like against the idea of a 22 inch wheel bmx bike and you know because they're so pure on like what they were also against fucking nine inch rise bars and shit like that back when we were riding these little (laughs) i don't even know what they were back in the day but you know like so now it's like well there's this bmx right and then that gives the opportunity for someone who say rides a dirt jumper to be like, oh, this bike feels more comfortable or as comfortable, but it's a BMX. I can move it around a bit differently mm. and things like that. And I kind of see this world where we could actually have way more do- diversity in BMX and there's still BMX bikes. Like I don't look at my We The People Avenger as a mountain bike. I see it as like this like hybrid big wheel BMX thing that I've mm. got. And, yeah, I was thinking the other day, I was like, man, imagine if I had my 22-inch frame and then put, like, a 24-inch suspension fork on it, but then I could ride the shit at Naruma, but it feels like a BMX. Like, you know, the wheels are small and I feel like I'm going way faster and it feels gnarlier, like, you know, and and that's where BMX can kind of start taking the power back from, like, you know, like what I said earlier about how mountain bikes taken all, all of what BMX has mm. and then applied it to mountain biking. Well, BMX can just waltz into these mountain bike trail places if we've got the right bike mm. and then harmoniously live, like, be together. Yeah. Because I think, like, what you said about the, you know, I love watching the mountain bike riders. There's dudes, Matt Begg and Remy Morton and dudes like that. Like, they. There's a diverse range of mountain bikers oh, that are killing it. Love whether it. they're yeah, like, like the big time air it. trick, like, whatever trick guys or so the Remy Martins are the, like yeah. they're just just like crazy yeah and even I David Millen like David McMillan Canberra yeah. dude who yeah, just yeah. like does some of the sickest shit out just of berms and stuff like and just berms. fangs out sideways better than anybody right. like you got to there's take- two there's so many lanes in mountain biking that is right. can be appreciated just to, and it's like well, it's just influence, right? It's yeah. just like watching surfing and you're like, man, if I could turn my bike upside down like that dude does that cut back in the in the barrel. Yeah. You know, and you go to the freaking skate park. But David Millen like rip a bowl corner. Grew up with like Dill Lowe and Aiden Chard and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And they're some of the most stylish dudes in BMX. So there was this natural evolution for both of them to exist and and be celebrated. And it's like so from from a long time ago, there's been this audience where we've 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 celebrated this togetherness without it even being a thing. But now because we have to let the door in to like have suspension on a bike, and so everyone's sort of sticking kicking up a stink about it. <laughs> yeah, and it's like 
man, it's just it's it's a natural evolution of just community. As long That's as right. we're all riding and you can be a purist on a BMX. You can't hate on the mountain biker beside you just doing the same stuff because we're all right. We're, eventually, yeah. we're, it's all going to be this one of yeah. like where I think it's going to be, there's going to be like this new wave of BMX, I think, where there's going to be little dudes come up and they, they ride mountain bike and they ride BMX. It's mm. like, and they also surf and they also snowboard. And for sure, because there's more opportunities for kids to be like, man, I fucking wish I knew how to do half the stuff when I was still bouncing at eight. Like I could bounce on the concrete at eight and get up. If I knew all these other disciplines of sports, like I would have been more vi- versatile to try more things. Like, yeah, yeah. But we were like labeled. No, sorry, we was. I was didn't come from a wealthy family, so my I could only afford a bike, and then that was and but. I'd borrow someone's wakeboard if we went wakeboarding or something like. It was just like I was very limited to. I think the new generation is more open to these affordable bikes, affordable mountain bikes, affordable anything because the world is moving that way. So we all celebrate certain um, disciplines of anything mm. that eventually that whole community does so many different things. Yeah, yeah, and that should be the same in like they should have a mountain bike with or a BMX with mountain bike suspension or something, whatever it is, you can't, we can't not grow together and not have, because the next generation might not be as forward thinking to go fucking to community council meetings to build dirt trails at spots. Like yeah, yeah. If, you, if you shun such people, they'll do their thing and you get isolated from that group. Like, so. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's again, like, I think the biggest thing, that you kind of said that that it kind of comes back to is like that art form that lifestyle that a sport has even if the sport evolves to have these like hybrid say for BMX hybrid bikes or whatever it is like mm. if the if that purity of what like makes it sick and like the community and the traveling and all that sort of stuff you know just like surfing you're always like looking for the waves where are the best waves oh, yeah. i want to travel to this spot like oh, yeah. i met this dude out on the freaking you know like yeah you 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 get to live so much more of a lifestyle based thing and that's where i kind of get that's where i get really inspired rather than like trying to push the away the like performance style riders because i do think that the performance world first type stuff may show someone bmx but then if there's also a really healthy like bunch of other things that are going on in bmx that show the lifestyle then people will be like that's what i want to do because mm. it must be the like i do know that it's the same with surfing i tried to surf a couple of years back i actually remember when we tried to go in together that one time but um it's not it's not the dudes doing the most aerial shit on a surfboard that got me interested mm. in it. It's like that just looking smooth down, yeah. down a wave, like that's the thing. And that's the I for me that would probably be what hopefully like if they are willing and whoever else show people the door to BMX, then if BMX as a community shows the lifestyle and the art of it and that's going to keep people interested in it for life you know that's where it needs to go i feel like 
I don't know. I'm just very mindful of like what direction BMS is going in and it's sort of losing that creative artfulness about it, which is, you know, like because we're surfing, you'll, you'll go to the beach and you'll watch a handful of dudes on the wave that are, looks like it's the fucking craziest, best thing just this hoverboard on a wave. Mm. It just it seems so simple because they make it look simple and it and it draws to the eye of like why it's attractive and why you'd want to try it. And I think like even with BMX, you'll have people come down the skate park and like there'll be parents that are like what like they freak out because they see it and it's in its purest form and it's smooth and it you've almost perfected your art to then put it on show so that people almost are wowed by it. But I think the artistic form is the next tier of where you get to show it off and you if you've got a mass audience of two million followers you can make it artistic and almost wow that audience to be like holy shit like this looks fun like we should make videos like this and yeah not so much just the trick it should be the whole like community whether it's like you do a video and it's like you're out of spot say for it's like i think Street writing is in its purest form. Like you could go to a spot and you could highlight one spot like they do with like the the skate like skate series thing where they went to one handrail in LA and they made a whole competition around this regular spot, but they lit it up with spotties and they made it all like this event and it's celebrated because they made that spot cool. It's the artistic of putting on the spotties and made a competition around that. That's where I think like the sports need to keep moving because you need like you need it to be recognizable but almost like fun to watch. If it's just an Instagram post and it's put on a resi ramp, there's only so many people that will be like, holy shit, like I definitely want to pick up a bike as opposed to like if you did it on a spot and be like, whoa, he fucking did X, Y, Z on that and it's like at that spot and that spot's now iconic and like especially for the hardcore dudes that are like, you know, MBDs in street riding or even not so much in dirt. I don't think there's too many more. But like the spot, the iconicness of snails. If you see somebody do something that's sort of never really or even some really stylish that's never been done on the, the trails at snails before, everyone loses their shit because it's like that's the spot. Like that's yeah. iconic and everyone can appreciate it because you've been there and you appreciate the size and the and the effort and everything and then that dude is so good on it and it, it speaks more volume to just the trick on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I actually have said that in the past where I'm like it would be so sick to see. Um, <laughs> like I think to – so to use like R. Willie again as an example like – He's getting all the, all the, all the comments on this one. <laughs> Well, like, imagine if he came to the trails, right? Just rode the trails and then he did, did whatever he did. Like, kind of same with when he came to Act Jam. Like, mm. when he was at Act Jam, like, he was doing crazy stuff. And I would probably say that a lot of people were like, like, wow, I didn't know that he was that good. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even though he's doing all the craziest shit, like, yeah. at his house or whatever. It's the fact that, like, you get to see in real life on real-world jumps that are no joke, like, yeah. you know, it's not a resi and all that sort of stuff. And I've so what I'm getting at is, like, um, one time Logan Martin bought some stuff from us just before he was going to the Olympics. 
I wrote like in the parcel when we sent it to him because we got little postcards that we sent out and I was like, dude, you should come to the trails. I'd love to see 1080, one of the sets. <laughs> one but like it's true. Like, it would imagine, be epic. Could you imagine it? Like I don't give a fuck like what, you know, what people think of those type of dudes. If they come to the, the trails, like light it on fire, like. Well, that's like my came that's my jam, like. point in example, dude. Like, if if he was the common 1080 snails, people hold stature to snails that it's like fucking crazy that yeah. anyone would 1080 it. It yeah. wouldn't matter who the person and what people thought of the rider. It's the fact that you're doing that trick on that set of lines in the tra- <laughs> yeah. and you can everyone can everyone can dive into that. Yeah, but if yeah. someone does it on a resi and stuff, everyone just sees it as like cool you know yeah. like it's not it's not celebrated yeah it's kind of almost the way that um i always felt that when it's progressive yeah but it's not celebrated like when i when fuck just gonna how many times we're we gonna say oh willie in this podcast but we should like, be fucking drinking every time we do <laughs> yeah. our willie but like the stuff that he did at x games dirt was probably more impressive to a to the hardcore oh yeah you know like when you see do do double back at back foot 360 or whatever on yeah yeah a set yeah and then continue through you're like well that's legit (laughs) dude i feel like he he caught a lot of eyes from that competition that were hardcore dudes that because like you see nasty out there who built the jumps and been like these are fucking monsters yeah and then fucking dap up fucking our willy for what he did like he's like celebrating because everyone can everyone can feel that volume of craziness yeah because it's like it's on something that's so fucking gnarly yeah for sure yeah i agree so i think like full credit to r willie because he doesn't just leave it at the his compound he takes it oh yeah he's he's progressive with that and that's where i think like it's awesome that that's them progressing and them doing it and evolving the sport and putting it on a video but then you got to take it to the comp you got to take it to something that's legit and and I'm, that's their lane. They're, they're choosing because they obviously it's it's an industry where they're making money, so they've got to be safe with their sure. their income, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I understand where they progress the sport to a point and where they don't, but I feel like us old heads are just like fuck. That doesn't count, man. <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> I wanted to ask you. I got like a a question that I'm trying to um. Basically, I'm. Dr- one of the things that I believe in with BMX and why I think it's special is just because it kind of develops people's character, like riding BMX, probably more so than people really imagine mm. and probably is not something you've ever thought about. But I feel like when you when people have ridden BMX for a particular period of time, you know, like they've become a BMX rider, mm. like they've go from – you know, just being a kid who's got a BMX. So all of a sudden, like, I'm a BMXer. Hmm. I've got a BMX mentality. And what do you think that BMX mentality has done to help you in your everyday life? There's layers. There's so many layers to that. I feel like I was fortunate enough to be able to travel and experience the world, which grew me as a person and i think that like that's one one side of it there's the natural progression of repetition in trying a trick that makes you value that life isn't easy 
you know like that that grooms you for like the real world shit that you know that you could have losses every day you could be financially you could lose somebody you could whatever but it's that perseverance of being mindfulness that if you keep trying and you keep i don't know moving forward naturally you'll move past it and you'll become stronger for it whether it's like and it's the same with tricks it's the same with trying things a thousand times and getting broken off and like i've had that many injuries within the within my short window of bmx that makes me grateful that i'm still here like let alone like so it's made me appreciate that time is short and that i love bmx because there was always that urge to try gnarly shit because i survived the last thing and i'm like it 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 naturally progresses you to think like Oh, if I survived that and didn't die, I'm, I'm I'm sweet on this. Like, or even what it actually made me, oftentimes like get to a spot and and it'd be something a bit crazy and be like, oh, the worst case scenario is this because I've had this before, and this is this is really like you start playing the calculator game in your head, like worst case scenario, and then you put all that on the line, and then you. And then you still send the trick because you you're, you're very calculated in your in your process, but I think the BMX kind of gives you that that community as well, where like if you're open to the conversation, you'll meet some of the best people in the world across your timeline of BMX, and that common community is so rad because we're all so individual. I feel like with with natural sports, so say if you were playing footy or soccer or whatever it is, you're in this you're in this mold of what you're meant to be. You're meant to play this sport and you're meant to talk about this way or you're trained to be this person. But I think because in BMX you can be whoever you want to be. You're your own self. You can be that style, you can be this, you can be hardcore, you can be whatever. That you'll align with people in your timeline that make the most sense to be like around, have fun with, you know, like my, my circle is I'm so lucky that I've got people that I can go and hang out with in Brisbane and Melbourne. And because I was, I was fortunate enough to travel. I feel like that, that progression of BMX with that, you know, like that try things a thousand times progresses you in the sport to be sponsored. And then it progresses you to travel the world. And then it progresses you to, have this community but then also to deal with real life shit like on the outside so i feel like it's humbled me heaps along the way i feel like i'm lucky in a sense that i can now walk into business meetings and sort of assess the room and know where i stand and where i fit because i've been in those circles where you might be around pros that are so above your elite level. You might have been at Interbike or something like that and you just you sit in the corner because you don't feel like you're the voice yet but then naturally you progress a bit. They're just no different to you. You can you can have a voice and you can be heard. Like if I go into a business meeting now and these are like building executives and stuff like that, I feel like they don't. it doesn't threaten me anymore where it used to like because I've now naturally progressed in my timeline to understand that like they're just another dude mm. they're just making a wage they're just doing their thing they, and then if you break down the simpleness of like what they do on the outside that's where you break bread like you just if you've got something to 
talk about, oh, I ride BMX and you snowboard, instantly you want to work with each other or something like that. So I've learned along the way that like you just got to have something to offer in outside of BMX and there'll be this community. Like, And BMX was my my lane to talk about that people are interested to hear that story and I think that naturally progresses you. And you'll live and learn through so many meetings that you'll just make new friends and and yourself will grow to be sort of either you'll be stuck in a lane which so many people can be, you know, like they get to a certain point in BMX and they go, oh, this is all I do and oh, I don't ride anymore because that's all I could do and now the young kids, like you've narrowed your lane. But if you're accepting of mountain biking and all this, you'll you realize there's more people to talk to in the world and more people to sort of like relate to. Like I feel like everything in you in your world is your network. It's your it's a community that you base yourself around is who you are. So you, to move forward, you've constantly got to evolve and level up a bit. And eventually like you might figure some shit out. You might be able to like might make money by working with these people and you'll get a house and you'll do this and still have your hobbies on the side and those people that you thought were all squares in that office snowboard and they fucking hang out and they you've got something in common and every time you bump into them there's this community and i think like i've been trying not to limit any sort of hobby these days or what somebody's into because that was me with bmx and everyone thought we were misfits when we were in bmx and they labeled that but like now i'm winning jobs because i am a bmxer and I don't know, there's something to talk about. Like, mm. I've got something to offer. Like, so I think there's that. I think very lucky. I feel like BMX has given me something that I didn't even know I had at the time. I think that, like, I'm very fortunate to be where I am with the community and the friends and stuff like that because I look back on it and I'm like, man, that was, it really was only like 15 years of where I was hardcore into BMX and I'll have that for the rest of my life. And I feel not many people get that. You look at all the people around Canberra that don't really have hobby and they don't have much to talk about but their kids. They don't celebrate anything, let alone something epically rad like BMX. Like that's the next tier of like you put your body on the line and you've got stories to tell and it's sick. And But I think there's that natural evolution of where – You'll meet more people that are aligned with you as you get older because it's like anything. In your 20s, you have like 100 friends and then you get to your 30th birthday and you've got 10 people there and then your 40s, you've got two people. There. It's like your circle gets smaller but like it's only because you've narrowed your lane. Like if you just still branch out and open up to people that are about your, what you've done in your life and what they're doing, you'll find a community still. Mm. I think like super lucky that bmx has done what it's done along the timeline that i had i'm grateful for like australia scene the australian scene did so much more for me than i thought like i thought i had to go to america and do all that but i feel like in hindsight i look back on i'm like there's so much more to offer in australia and the community and everything that has evolved me in my now day-to-day job and shit like that i think it's fucking feel like I'd be a bit lost if I didn't have that sort of hobby throughout. If I played AFL throughout my life and I look at those AFL dudes that are in my town, still 
playing AFL for the same team, still fucking shagging the same misses from when they were 18 years old. I'm like, man, that's boring. Like, But I that was just us. That was who we were sort of progressively moving forward constantly because we wanted that next challenge and we wanted that that excitement to continue. We were on that we've always been on that edge of like chasing adrenaline. So that's pushed us to be, you know, exploring. And I don't think that ever stops. I think it kind of keeps progressing in a way. Like for you, like I feel like you're now tapping into that mountain bike world or whatever it is, but even just traveling to Brisbane for in that like um seeing all that facility and stuff it's opened your eyes to there's certain different lanes because bmx got you there you know like yeah yeah there's been this like this vessel that we've traveled along and we're meeting people along the way but you i feel like we were so lucky because bmx is so niche and art form and like individual and no coaches and people don't get that enough so they align with it more they're like holy shit you're a being that's cool man like mm. they, they look at it and celebrate it where when we were young it wasn't celebrate it was like oh you don't play footy gay cunt like just <laughs> fucking i don't know yeah like feel fucking lucky man i feel like looking back on it the timeline's pretty rad and i feel like in that golden era we were lucky as well so i think like the the people that i still hang around with we still talk about that era because it was you know, it was so celebrated and original and forward moving and no NBDs and all this sort of thing. And I don't know what BMXs look at nowadays where, because everything's kind of been done. Nothing's original anymore. It's just done differently. Like it's just, it's already been done, but it's now it's getting done again in a different way. So I don't know how that person in that moves forward in the world, like where I feel like I'm like lucky that now I've got something to progress with and with business and that gives me new ventures and new ideas and shit like that. Mm. Fucking went a bit deep and no, I love that, that man. It was interesting. Like it's like what you said with BMX, it's like when you're younger and you're a bit of a misfit but then you go back even further and it's like when you first start riding and then you find out that someone else rides and especially from, you know, small towns that we're from, it's like, you mm. ride BMX? Let's fucking hang out. Like, yeah. That's fucking sick. Oh, you, you can have such different like lifestyles or like, you know, they might be rich and you might be poor or mm. whatever it is, but like you mesh over that common, common denominator. And it's interesting because now, like what you said, it's like you've almost gone back from like you're this open-minded kid with with BMX with this common thread and then you go into hardcore and you're like everyone f fucking labels me as like this degenerate so I'm just going to stick to this tiny group of BMXs and now it's like going back to being like oh you you like something that's not the normal mm. I like something that's not the normal mm. I get you yeah. You know, I think it's pretty interesting to – because I, I had that too. Like I'm like, oh, man, like I don't ever want to be stuck in thinking narrow-mindedly anymore. Mm. Like I'm like, you know, I guess I'm I'm always trying to be pretty optimistic about, I, I you know, ideas and, and things like that. Like, But that's where this whole like mountain biking thing – like I like I said, I don't have a mountain bike or whatever, but – and I'm – 
you know, to be honest, I've probably ridden that bike like half a dozen times since I've had it. Yeah, right. But what I'm getting at is like I don't want to like limit my experiences. I want to be able to be like, oh, I'm going to go do this thing, like this coaching thing that I did for like at the Hotbox. Mm. And that is BMX, but it's like if I was like, oh, no, I'm not into that because trails is what I'm into. I'm not into doing this sort of thing. Then, like, who knows? That door wouldn't have opened. Yeah, you just close the door would be closed. Like, like I started doing coaching with BMX because, you know, I saw how sick BMX is for me. And if I can help some kids find, yeah. like, why BMX is sick, like, they, who knows where they'll end up. And yeah, that's exactly. Where I want it to be, like, with that coaching thing that I did in Queensland, it's like, you know, I ended up meeting some dudes that I'm like, oh, they're, fu- they're really sick. Dudes like they ride BMX as well, but they were like got the you know switched on and things mm. like that, and that's where I think you can learn so much, and that's why I wanted to ask you the BMX mentality just in life because I knew that you were going to say things that because we have that we both have that mentality. Anyone that is a BMXer, that's like man, mm. it's take it's it takes you so much further in life than what you think it's mm. gonna, you know. But yeah. What, um, before we wrap up, what uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Or you, I want to know what's going on with backbone. Uh, <laughs> um, and I um, and I think like um, when I when I think of backbone, it's nearly at its twentieth year, which is crazy. I think mm. it's like, dude, for a bike shop to be open for fucking that long, it's seen some shit. It's been through some shit. <laughs> it's had highs, lows. It's been celebrated. And I think like, dude, we got some of the the craziest BMXs on this this label, mm. Backbone. And they're all our friends now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I think yeah. that community of Backbone. And it's been this like rad journey the whole time. I think I've idolized Backbone so much along the my timeline because I moved here when you did when we were, we were young, we were 18, and and you dived into Backbone really early into that. So you've been a part of this journey for BMX with me and Backbone and stuff like that. And then I think like the 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 story you probably tell, but it's like it's crazy to think that like Backbone's still here and still going, man. I feel like it's such a staple piece within the community. I think Canberra's like very much – Canberra and Backbone go hand in hand and Act Jam and all this. It's like so celebrated that Backbone is what it is because it's stood the test of time. Mm. It's like through this, you're still core to what you believe. You're still trail dudes and you've got some sick spots here in Canberra and that has sort of held on to the scene a lot. Like I picture like, fuck, if Backbone closed after five years opening, who knows what the scene would be like and it might not be this thing that is still around you never know like i think that like and wherever it moves to or whatever happens i feel like backbone still like it's it's held its place in history where you know it's part of that journey in bmx and australian scene because of act jam because of the dudes because of you guys riss and you like i feel like it's crazy I'm talking too much about Backbone, but I feel like dude, you you deserve your flowers while it's while it's a thing because Backbone's like been a big part of my life, and I feel like it should be celebrated. I feel like that that journey's still going. Like, 
Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I mean, I feel it's funny that you say all that, like, um, and I appreciate, you know, you um, like how much, I guess, reverence you have for for Backbone, like, because in a weird way, like, I'm a fan of Backbone even though I'd help build the shit. Yeah. And then, you know, I was speaking with Riss the other day, like I don't want to obviously speak. Um, I'll just say what he said. He said, like, I'm still Backbone's biggest fan. Like mm. I'll always be Backbone's biggest fan. You yeah. Know? Like, and that's crazy because he, he started this and like everyone, I've said this to people plenty of times, but like Riss doesn't get the credit that he deserves no, for man. like creating uh, what I a think community, is, a culture, yeah, like a fucking he, scene, of, a scene, like, and within like, you know, yes, BMX is its own thing, but like, I almost feel like Backbone is a representation of BMX, like in its fucking truest form, like one hundred percent, and that's something that, and that was you know, Risty originally, but you and Risty, like, yeah, like Risty I feel I Risty set it up because he was that dude at the start, yeah. and. Whether it was out of the back of the, the ute back then and like, <laughs> it's yeah. so crazy. I, I can still see it, man. I feel like it was only yesterday, but it's crazy to think the where you've come from to where you still are now and like you guys have been the force behind it and holding it together and holding the scene together like that needs your credit. You, like you, you guys did a lot for the scene and supported dudes to be able to keep riding when they couldn't afford a bike and shit. Like, mm. I think that, like, the credit is more than due for you dudes. I feel like we're lucky to have a shop, like, that's so individual to the scene, let alone it's in Canberra. Like, I'm fucking stoked that it's p- part of it. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, man, I just want to keep, um, I like I kind of alluded to just at the start of this, like I feel like BMX could be bigger. I just want to be the one that helps to make it bigger so that I can not necessarily control what it's like, but just so that I can have uh, portray BMX in its best light. You know, mm. BMX is f- fucking sick. Like what you said just then about what it's given you in your life, like I want to celebrate that. Mm. I want people to know that about mm. BMX. And I want, I guess I want Backbone, the brand, to be the brand that people associate when they think of the BMX mentality. When yeah, they yeah. think of what BMX is, they, yeah. I want them to think it's Backbone. Because, I mean, Riss nailed it. Like, nail, like calling it Backbone, man, like that is what you just spoke about. Like mm. you fucking build Backbone, man. Mm. When, you, when you ride BMX, there's no, there's a, no more succinct way to put what you get from BMX, then it builds backbone, mm. builds your character, yeah. makes you fucking better. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. Like I want to continue to push that. Like obviously, um, you know, selling bike parts and things like that like is what the shop does, I guess, to stay open but – Really, it's more why the shop exists is to fucking say how good BMX yeah. is, you know. Um, so that's what I can want to continue to do. And you still want to 
how do you progress, Akjam? How do you keep? How do you evolve this sport that seems to be slowing down a little bit? And how do you make? How do you stay influenced by the scene and you wanting to do more? Like what? What keeps you going? Uh I don't really know if I know how to even answer that. Like I just, I just, it's just so deep. It probably sounds lame, but it's just so deep within me, the love of BMX probably because of what it's given me. Like that's that's what I, I feel like I owe it to BMX. Mm. Like I feel like I want to get, like I don't, I don't want, you know, I mean, fuck, I'd love to like not worry about paying rent and shit, but yeah. like I, um, you're not here to I take want, from BMX. I want to to get. I feel like I owe BMX mm. because of what it's given me in my life. There's been things in my life where I've like had to deal with on a personal level that I. Who knows where I'd be if I didn't have the opportunity to get on my BMX and ride ride mm. instead of fucking being around some of the shit that I've been around. And then to move to Canberra and, you know, bit, I guess that perfect timing of like when Riss opened the shop and I like was right there when it was happening and it's and, – and then I get – and then I get a chance to build it with him like and every time someone is wearing my shirt or orders the fucking the T-shirt that I've drawn or – or attends the act jam like none of that shit's lost on me and it's not even like mm. all of that is the feeling of like wow if i get this feeling from doing this i need to fucking do more to make people's lo- like enrich other people's lives. yeah yeah like, i don't know how to explain that but like it's like no you did the people that come to act jam i'm like fuck i owe it to bmx yeah, yeah what i'm receiving in the form of like people coming to this fucking jam that I'm putting on or, or yeah, wearing man. a t-shirt that I drew, like that's crazy to me. So, Dude, I think that's the most sickest shit I've ever heard because <laughs> I feel like that's the truth, man. Like if you – and it, it, that's its purest form of why people are still invested in Backbone, man, because people believe in what you, you're doing for the community and I think that like you see it for – portrayed in like act jam where that's a community vibe where you're trying to bring an audience in let alone what you're doing out of stromlo and bringing a community together of mountain bikers and bmx's and putting on something sick that hasn't been built before that's on on that scale so you're progressing the sport while being bringing a community together so i think like that's where i think like there's only a handful of people that are still have that love for bmx that are in shops and in communities that are given back and that's where like you and Riss have held your own for so long and that's why Backbone is what it is and that's why the dudes are still loyal to the the bone like because you're the front of it all where you're doing so much of what maybe we all believe we should do but you are doing it like I think that that deserves its credit tenfold man I feel like we wouldn't have that jam if it wasn't for you guys and we wouldn't have like that. I might not be riding as much as what I do if it wasn't for you guys. And I think like people would take for granted of that. Like even the people that are like supplying your bikes or whatever, 
man, you need to celebrate that because those people are it's out of their pocket and it's out of like and it's out of their doing and out of their love for BMX. It's not hopefully it's not to make money. And it's hopefully but like if it is, so be it. It makes money for the community and it puts money in people's pockets. It's it's cool. Like but I think like that love for BMX is like pure with the bone, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I think you deserve a lot of credit. You and Riss. Thanks, man. I um yeah, like I said, I fucking couldn't do it without without yours. Like without everyone, you know, everyone that has. Well, I think that goes back is, to that thing, yeah. man. You you fucking make something that's sick and people get around it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's that simple. It's that simple. It is, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. Well, um, I don't know, dude. I'm really glad that we were able to talk about BMX. One other thing that I wanted to say was make sure that you're around in April. Oh Just yeah, because yeah, we're, well, okay, um, f- yeah. Don't know if I should announce it yet, but no, Act, no. Jam, Act Jam's going on tour this Ooh. year. <laughs> Ooh. Damn. So yeah, keeping. I'll talk. Where to we, you about we're going it to offline. Amsterdam. I'll go to Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> but um, nah. Thanks for coming in, man. Like no I just like to have you know jump back into it with one of my you know closest friends. Should we and, mention our um, Willie one more time? Yeah. Dude. What a G. What a G. He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a dude. I know, like, I feel like he's uh, progressing the sport in the right way. I, I think, think he, um, I think he is. There's a handful of people that are, like, in that lane that are, that are doing the right thing for the sport. And then there's the purists that are still doing the right thing for the sport. So, like, and it's BMX I think at working, the end of the day. To, working together can only be better than if you shun, you know what I mean? So, mm. like, like, I, like, hats off to, Ryan for coming to Act Jam, like for example, yeah, those yeah. dudes don't have to come, but no. like dudes like him and Lupos came, and rather than BMX fragmenting themselves as like comp riders and like nitrous circus riders over here and only ever over there and hardcore mm. trail riders only over here, like yeah, what man. you want is like everyone to come together at something like Act Jam, and then all of a sudden we all remember, oh fuck, everyone just loves riding bikes. Like, yeah, yeah. We all need to be hanging out as a community. This yeah, man. Sick. Yeah. So, anyway, man, thanks heaps for coming in. Sure. Yeah. I'll speak to you again. Fuck yeah.